Okay, so as we said uh, before we went for the break, the topic that we're discussing in our personal development skills segment, the first segment of the program, is how to become indistractable. And as we said, um, people have, uh, you know, everybody's makeup is different and everybody's minds and the development of their minds is different. People get distracted very quickly. Some people can hold on for a little while longer. Now, to take us through this discussion, Muftisab, let's start off with understanding firstly what is a distraction? Distractions are practically unavoidable. You know, with modern day technology, uh, interaction with our friends, family, co-workers, you know, there's always distractions. And this makes it very hard to focus, especially for a sustained period of time on a specific task. We're talking of a sustained period of time on a specific task. And uh, uh, d being indistractable, you know, is really something that is important in terms of productivity. And distractions aren't going to decrease anytime soon with the advance in technology. And uh, therefore, uh, it is important for us to learn the best strategies to help us to defeat the distractions head on. And uh, remember that uh, many distractions may be out of our control, but uh, we can learn to take charge of uh, whether or not they take control of us. And that is the important point. So what is a distraction? A distraction is anything that draws your attention away from what you're doing at a given moment. It draws your attention away from what you're doing at a given moment. An example includes, uh, you know, looking at your phone each time a notification pops up or chatting with people who stop by your office space while you're working or checking your social media or emails while trying to finish a big project. And distractions can cause problems for more than just a few seconds. When you switch your attention, that is what happens when you get caught in a distraction, you switch your attention and you create an attention residue which can linger for an extended amount of time and getting the way of your focus. So if you want to really become indestructible, you'll need to overcome each distraction. And now, uh, when we talk of distraction, that is when... Uh, your mind is being taken away from what you're doing. So there's no antonym for the opposite of distraction, but uh, some people have chosen the word traction. Uh, and the traction, what they've proposed, the traction means where you focus on what you're doing, where you entirely engage in what you're doing, uh, and uh, that moves you towards what you really want to be fulfilling. So traction is an action that uh, you fully engage with intent, following through with what you are doing. So distraction action that moves you away from what you really want to do and attraction action that moves you towards what you really want to do. And uh, when we look at uh, Surah Al-Jumu'ah, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu idha nudya li salati min yawm al-jumu'ati fas'aw ila dhikrillahi wadharul bay' thalikum khayrul lakum in kuntum ta'lamun. Fa idha qudhiyati salatu fantashiru fil ardi wa bitagu min fadlillah. وَذْكُرُ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ وَإِذَا رَأَوْا تِجَارَةً أَوْ لَهْوًا انْفَضُّوا إِلَيَا وَتَرَكُوكَ قَائِمًا So in this particular verse, Allah Rabbul Izzah makes reference to what had happened is there was a time of scarcity of resources in Madinatul Munawwara and a trade caravan had come into Madinatul Munawwara and while the Juma Khutbah was on, a number of the Sahaba radiyallahu anhu when they seen the trade caravan and the fact that the resources were scarce and that they wanted to get some much needed provisions, 
واذا راوا تجاره فضوا اليها وتركوك قائمه they immediately hastened towards it and left Nabi Sallam uh, delivering the khutbah with just a few of the sahaba radiyallahu anhum who remained behind so in that particular instance the trade caravan came, coming into Madinatul Munawwarah caused a destruction where the sahaba radiyallahu anhum uh, were distracted and uh, they then uh, left the khutbah and this was obviously in the initial days where the laws governing it wasn't uh, entirely uh, you know in place as yet and uh, they they at that time understood it to be you know some sort of leeway for them to be able to leave and to see to a need uh, so that is on the one hand being distracted on the other hand there's a story of uh, imam malik rahimahumullah uh, and the fact that uh, you know while he was delivering a dars a lesson on the hadith of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam and he said that uh, a scorpion may have bit him 10 or 11 times yet there was not even a single indication the fact that, that he didn't move his body at all he was so uh, you know the focused and uh, with such utter respect and reverence for the hadith of the messenger sallallahu alaihi wasallam that he felt it uh, you know inappropriate to even move his body or to show any sign that he was stung by a scorpion so that is the ultimate level of focus or traction as we refer to it so in whatever we do we need to be able to gain that level of mastery that uh, we are not distracted and that to remain focused yeah, that indeed is a very 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 uh, level that we supposed to desire to try and get to you know that uh, the sahaba radhiyallahu had displayed and they had and in fact actually taught us how we need to be able to control our minds and our thoughts uh, subhanallah that should be our inspiration and our motivation now what is up how to tell if you are distracted or if someone is distracted yes so we all have our own ways of being distracted there's a bustle to everyday life heightened by social media and other escapisms uh in that's what i refer to it all the things that we do is some sort of escapism in one way or the other uh and uh, uh being distracted leads to wasting of significant amount of time of your day of your resources and of your life and if we do not address it then uh, you know you, we could find ourselves just passing through with our life passing through the day without fulfilling our objectives But most people don't want to acknowledge uh, the uncomfortable truth that distraction is always an unhealthy escape from reality and we become so used to being distracted that we hardly see it as a bad thing anymore and uh, distraction can look different in various kinds of people uh, if you're looking to become indistractable then uh, there are signs that you need to check out so what are the signs to find out whether you are being distracted firstly you find yourself wanting to check your phone frequently so checking your phone often or feeling the need to constantly be active on social media during work hours or when you're doing a task is one of the biggest signs of distraction uh, that is one sign then you look at an object for a long time and unable to figure out what to do with it although you have something to do and the materials to do with it you find it hard to figure out how to go about the task that is also a sign of distraction uh, another sign the thing you're working on feels so boring uh, you want to do something fun and this stems from perhaps some sort of a dissatisfaction with the work you're doing and this dissatisfaction leads to you feeling bored with what you with your task and seeking external comfort to uh, something fun uh, 
Or another sign is when we're doing something mundane, you're thinking about doing the things you like. You're constantly thinking about things you like is what most people do when they cannot keep that focus, the traction of the work in front of them. And this usually happens when they're thinking about activities they look forward to uh, once the task is over. So the fact that your mind keeps wandering in Salah, you know, that shows that you haven't really engaged yourself. You haven't, uh, you know, uncovered the beauty of it, that you haven't been able to go in deep into the, into uh, the inner dimensions of Salah. And that is why uh, you keep thinking about what you're going to do afterwards. But if you uncover that khushu and khudu, that you worship Allah as though you, you can see Him, then your mind will be present with what you're doing. Another uh, way in which we get distracted is audiovisual stimuli around us. It makes us hard to focus on the task at hand. Uh, although you're working on a task, every voice, or every passing visual uh, catches your attention, and this may cause you to forget about the work and listen to the nearby conversations. Uh, and, uh, you know, when you talk of distractions, well, one of the downsides of having the open workspace where everybody's on one floor is that there tends to be some sort of level of distraction where uh, people, there's a conversation that is going on and maybe you're a sport fanatic. Now you hear someone talking about your team or the team that you don't like, then you get drawn into that. Uh, similarly, people are talking about the weekend, everybody's adding. So there's a lot of banter. Uh, on the other hand, you have each one individual cubicles. People may be able to focus more, but sometimes, uh, you know, there's less control from management side, perhaps. Or the fact is that uh, people become disconnected from one another. And uh, there's a great need to have synergy amongst the team. So it's a counterbalancing issue of how to have the team seated, whether an open plan or individual cubicles are the best uh, for the type of work that is being done. Yeah, it can be sometimes, um, you know, a bit daunting and a bit difficult. Uh, there'll be pros and there'll be cons on either side. It's just to try and get each one to do what they are supposed to do. And I think, you know, from probably from management side in different companies, they will try their best to get the best out of their workers, but uh, or the employees rather. But uh, as an employee, you should yourself be focused as well. Because if somebody wants to try and make you work, but your mind is not at ease and your mind is not at rest and you don't really want to work, uh, it's not really going to happen. But if you know that, you know, this is the time that you have given to the company and you got to do your best and try your best then um, so long as you know that and you, 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 you're headed and you're trying to do that, it will definitely be much more easier for you. Now move this up, um, maybe you can take us some the, through some of the reasons why people get distracted or the reasons for distraction. Yeah, now, you know, when we talk about distractions, we're talking about human behavior and a reaction to distractions themselves. And all human beings, uh, all human behavior is marked by either an external or internal triggers. So the first is external triggers. External triggers are cues that we take from our environment that tell us what to do. Such as, you know, the ringing of the phone or ping from our phone or ting-ting uh, notification or computers that prompt us to look at whatever the alert announcing, an Instagram update, an email, text from an old friend. These external triggers compete for our attention with whatever task we're ultimately trying to focus on. And sometimes 
The mere presence of an object itself, such as having your phone nearby, can prompt you to give it attention. And then, so, you know, that's why sometimes you know that the phone will, is something that distracts you, the presence of it, you know, just keeps you from going to a deeper level of concentration, muraqaba. You then have it in a different room. Uh, you know, when I read the, or recite the Noble Quran or make my dhikr, I try to leave the room in a, the phone in a different room so that, uh, you know, my mind is totally detached from it and that there's minimal things in the room that could care, grab my attention. So those are external triggers. Then we also have things internally that trigger us. Uh, the internal triggers, uh, which are simply cues that come from within us. So uh, if you're hungry, it's going to be very difficult to focus. And that is why we are told in the hadith that, you know, if a person, uh, or the fuqah I've mentioned that, the hadrat ta'am, that when the food is there, and uh, it is uh, the, in the time of salah, but a person is really hungry, hasn't eaten for days, and he should first read, eat, and then perform the salah. Uh, also, you know, in terms of akhbathain, that a person needs to answer the call of nature, uh, then the fuqah I mentioned that, you know, you, it's makruv to perform salah while needing to answer the call of nature, because you're going to constantly be thinking, I need to go to toilet, I need to go to toilet, I need to go to toilet, the imam is like, finish. <laughs> so you're going to be thinking about that all the time. Uh, there's not much you're going to be focusing on the fact that you are standing before Almighty Allah, the King of Kings, and you know, appreciating and enjoying the tasbih. All you're thinking, when is he going to finish? When is he going to finish? So that is why, you know, the, those are external triggers. Uh, also, sometimes, you know, uh, an upcoming event, sometimes maybe you are on the airport or something and there's a plane that is coming uh, or you need to catch a flight. So you have that external trigger uh, that uh, you, your mind is constantly thinking about that. Uh, and uh, sometimes it is beyond your control. Uh, like, uh, you know, in this last few days where there's been a heat wave across the country and sometimes you go to Musallah or Masjid for Juma Salah or for the normal Salah and uh, the aircon and the fans are on and everything, the masjid is packed, and then load shedding kicks in, and everybody's getting hot. And now with everybody getting hot, their focus is gone. It's an external trigger that has now taken their attention away, and now they can't focus on the salah. So sometimes it's out of our control, but uh, many times it's within our control, and that is what we need to understand the difference and try to uh, adjust our behavior accordingly. Yes, most definitely. We need to try and adjust. It's sometimes a bit difficult, as Mufti Zab said. Um, it's not always within your control to, to, to uh, you know, to solve the matter then and there. But uh, we need to adjust ourselves accordingly, depending on the situation. So to be able to, to adjust yourself, that is what we need to work on. Now, uh, that brings us to the next question, Mufti Zab. How to overcome distraction and how to become indistractable? Yeah, so distractions can easily take over your life. Uh, I want to share four quick points in this regard. Uh, number one is to master your internal triggers to overcome distraction and to uh, you know, focus on deep work. You need to understand your root cause of distractions. Uh, you know, you, as humans, we have a natural tendency to want to escape discomfort. Even at times when we are, doing, uh, when we are going after pleasure and positive events, our drive often resolves or revolves around freeing ourselves from the discomfort of, one, of uh, you know, what we're doing. So 
we turn to social media, emails, video games, Netflix, whatever it is, uh, not necessarily for the pleasure that they provide, but because of how they free us from the psychological discomfort we're in. And it provides us some temporary relief. And it's an unhealthy way to deal with life. Even though you can control all our outside situations, you can control how you react to these circumstances. And various studies have shown that when humans don't give in to an urge, craving or impulse, it can, trig- it can trigger... Uh, rumination and makes the desire grow even stronger. So when you eventually give in, your reward is increased, which can turn quickly into an undesired habit. So identify the feeling or thought behind your urge. Uh, you know, you want to pick up your phone, try to dig down why are you desiring to pick up your phone? Are you not enjoying what you're doing? Why are you not enjoying it? Uh, write down your feelings. Use a log to write down your feelings. Get curious to explore your feelings and the sensations. So that is the one thing. The next thing is to make time for traction, for focus. The planning is critical to beat distraction because if you don't plan uh, your day, you know, surely someone else will uh, or something else will. When you're not clear on how you want to deal with your time and attention, anything and everything becomes a potential distraction. So you need to turn your, va- your values into your time. Uh, many of us uh, you know, want to spend more time with things that matter most to us, our family, friends, and hobbies, but we often fail to do so because we don't make time for them in the day. And then, so you need to have a time box uh, that you schedule. Time boxing is, uh, you know, one of the most effective ways to ensure that you uh, ensure time uh, for the things that you value. Uh, then uh, the third thing is combat external technical triggers. So tech companies, uh, you know, are using external triggers to hack into our attention. Uh, there are countless ways they do so, but our smartphone uses, uh, you, you know, it's, there are many triggers that come from that. Uh, research has shown that ignoring a call or message can be, just be as distracting as responding to it. So instead of knowing that the message has come and turning away to, from it, that also distracts you. So rather remove any old apps that you no longer need, remove any apps that you, uh, apps that you enjoy, but you can use on your computer instead, reduce the cluttering on your home screen by rearranging the apps, remove notification settings for each app that you don't need updates immediately. Uh, so that is another thing you could do. And also, you know, you need to first and foremost understand that you need to deal with this issue. Uh, you know, forethought is an, the antidote to impulsive and key to becoming indestructible. So, you know, the, we talk of forewarned and Another concept linked to that is forethought, to think about it beforehand, that I do not want to be distracted, uh, to make that pact with yourself, uh, that uh, I, I, today I'm going to pass my day in a way that I do not want to be distracted. And this is a kind of pre-commitment that requires to you to increase the amount of effort towards something you'd rather not want to do. And also, uh, the pact, you know, you, you may look at it in a way that every time I get distracted, I'm going to penalize myself, whether it is, uh, you know, in a monetary way or it is in uh, something that I will have to do uh, in terms of something that I don't like. And then, uh, so these are the four things that one could do the f- as we uh, outline. The first is that uh, you need to, in terms of dealing with the distractions, uh, you need to start off by making that pact with yourself, think about it. Uh, you need to also uh, combat the external technical triggers 
make time for focus and also identify what is the reason that is causing you to be distracted. Jazakallah so much for that, Muftisab. So uh, now let's take a look at some easy-to-use tools that can be used to help a person stay focused. Yeah, so technology doesn't have to be our enemy. If you're looking to become mm. more focused and avoid distractions, we don't have to think of technology as our enemy. There are many tools that you could use uh, that could help you with this. And, uh, you know, there are apps that block all distractions, social media automatically. Uh, they're keeping you free from distractions. Uh, there is the Duo app, the Freedom Act app. Uh, and there are others, you know, that you just need to do some Google search and you'll find that there are apps that you could use that would help you uh, block out distractions. Jazakallah for that, Muftisab. Any final comments on this very important topic that we're discussing today? Yes, so to become indestructible, you don't have to have some superpowers. Mm -hmm. uh, it's truly, you know, some, as easy as following a few steps we've mentioned. And when you master your internal triggers, you make time for traction, you, uh, you know, dissolve any extraneous external triggers and prevent distraction by creating a pact, you can reshape your entire life. The important part is to understand that you, to make a difference, you need to act now. There's no better time to uh, regain control of your life than the present moment. So take things step by step. Uh, you know, that will help you sustain uh, your achievable goals. Uh, you want to be indestructible for the rest of your life, not just for one week. And once you have the ability to see tasks to the end after having committed to them, nothing in life can derail you from your path. And th this is why indestructibility is important. Uh, it uh, disciplines you to deal with the harsh realities of life. May Allah make it easy for one and all.